Blog Talk Radio. What's up with you, Papa? I'm doing all right. Okay, all right. Trying to make a concoction here, brown on brown. Oh, boy. Uh Uh-oh. You can be passed out by 11 (laughs) Uh o'clock. Yep. Man, this weather's truly changed. I'm telling you. It's like 30-something degrees outside. Is it really? I just turned the heat up. Yeah, it's about 32 out there. Oh, I haven't been outside, so. Sounds like the wind calmed down. Get that wind earlier? <laughs> yeah, it was knocking down some stuff. Man, I saw this yeah. one lady's house, bought it. I mean, it's gone. Just all of it is just gone. Wow. Yeah, that wind will let you know how much your uh, hatches are batting down. Hmm. Batting down the hatches. You know what that means? Batting down the hatches? <laughs> No, what that mean, Bob? On a Navy ship, you can close the doors by just knocking handles down to close the doors. They're steel doors. But when you batten it down, there's another bolt that comes across, and that has a nut on there that you put a wrench on, and you lock the door down completely. That's called battening down. It's a hatch. It's a hatch already, but now when you put the bolts on it, now you're battening down the hatches. It's a Navy term. Oh. Okay. All right, Mr. Navy man. Door. Okay. You close the door or batten it down. That's why people say batten down the hatches. I did that oh, in high school. Oh, gotcha. But that's a different Okay. <laughs> that's a whole nother show. Mm-mm. Oh, no. Y'all ready to get into this hot topic? Huh? Woo, yeah, go right ahead. Oh, you got the rundown for us, or we just going to jump right into it? No, I got the rundown, too. I, I got to get everybody in case. So they'll listen. Oh, okay. Come on, with right. me. What you got for us? Hot, hot topics right off the press. Delta tells sick flight attendants don't tell. Telling them to be quiet. Mm-hmm. Also, Americans, yep, also Americans could start receiving relief money next week. And black Uh-oh. Americans face higher rates of coronavirus deaths. Doesn't surprise me. Uh, hidden and quitted headlines, BP and Amoco offer 50 cents off per gallon to first responders. Okay, that's pretty cool. 
Um, also, how Tesla engineers are using Model 3 parts to build ventilators. J.P. Morgan announces coronavirus relief package for customers. And Hall of Famer Bobby Mitchell dies at 84. It's unfortunate. Uh, he opened a lot of doors. Our cocktail of the week is called the Drunken Monkey Cocktail. Okay. If you guys at home and sitting on the couch want to get drunky monkey, okay. Also, what's popping with Papa Diddy? Our weird news. Nudist told to wear a mask. <laughs> okay. Um, also, a woman ordered 76 types of breakfasts in one go. And officers find an alligator while responding to a robbery. I'm just saying with red wine that the experts tell it. Living for the City with Papa Diddy, my Hollywood wrap-up, and the kissing list. And also the last word. So sit back, relax, get your favorite cocktail, and we'll be back with the Hot Topics. This is Kettle. And this is Red Wine. If you like news, but you like the weirdest kind, you're in the right place. Join us every Friday night. For the Pajama Party Weird News. We find stories each week about some of the strangest and oddest news stories around. If there's ghost driving, stupid criminals getting caught, or just bizarre medical stories. We report it right here on the Pajama Party Weird News. It's funny and informative, and we look forward to it every week. And you will, too. If you like weird news like we do, join us every Friday night on the Pajama Party Show. It's a weird world out there, and we'll tell you all about it. Right here on the Weird News, where we celebrate the weirdness. Welcome back to Pajama Party 1. Who's Papa DJ? I'm your host, Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. 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 Oh, God. All right. Let's get it popping. Somebody hangs in a second-hand store. Whatever. Okay. You're just a hater. Uh, hot topics. Uh, let's talk about Delta. This is a mess right here. Delta Airlines has directed flight attendants who test positive for the coronavirus to refrain from notifying fellow crew members or from posting their health on social media. Now, this came from an email that someone from Huffington Post uh, found out in an interview. The email that was sent on yesterday afternoon to more than 25,000 flight attendants stated, uh, this is a separate email, stated that Delta management will follow an established process to alert coworkers who recently came in contact with other flight attendants who are symptomatic or who were diagnosed with COVID-19. So basically they were saying, don't go tell anybody, let us tell it. We will give the information out. So the email also provided phone numbers for hotlines that they could use to report diagnosis and inform management of their plans if they needed to take absence and things of this nature. But the instructions also warned them about sharing any of this information on social media or on their uh, internal intranet that's called Skyhub. 
Now, one flight attendant who wanted to remain anonymous for fear of being fired said that employees should have freedom of speech about their health. You know, why are they trying to keep us from telling the truth? So she says that we have a responsibility to take care of not just ourselves, but our coworkers and everybody we come in contact with. So this morning, all of this went down yesterday. So this morning at 9 a.m., Delta posted an update on their employee uh, intranet asking that flight attendants allow management to handle communicating new infections because we want to take the responsibility of notifying all of our people um, and, you know, following their own protocol, et cetera. They want to get in touch with people who've been exposed based on people who became ill, and they're saying that they don't have any plans to penalize anybody who violates these protocols. But yet, flight attendants are afraid of if they say anything or post anything that they'll get fired. So somewhere, as they say, there's a dead cat on the line. You know, Delta's saying one thing and the employees or the flight attendants are saying another thing. But then, to add insult to the injury, Huffington Post also obtained audio of a two-minute voicemail from an employee in Delta's Atlanta headquarters that alerts the flight attendants that they may have been exposed in the last 14 days to someone uh, on their recent rotation who may have had symptoms of COVID-19, but encourages them to just keep working. Now, how are you going to send employees a voicemail saying, I just want to let you know, you might have been exposed to COVID-19, but you should still continue to work. Now, what did the CDC tell us? If you think you've been exposed or possibly, didn't they tell people quarantine yourself for at least 14 days? Wasn't that what the recommendation was? So now Delta is telling people in these voicemails, yeah, you might have been exposed based on information we have, but we need you to just continue, you know, working. So, and the call went on to say on the voicemail, I'm just sharing this information with you for your awareness. We have evaluated your level of exposure, and because of this, you can continue to fly while self-monitoring for 14 days. I'm like, whoa, so y'all just going to override the CDC's recommendation and tell them we have monitored you. Now, when did they check people? Well, um, what do you mean what you I've heard, but what's what I've heard from that article, um, or from another article, what they're going to do is going to check your temperature twice, and um, you know, check it when you first come into work, and then I guess during work, and if it bec- if it comes over a certain um, temperature, then they're going to request that you go home and quarantine for fourteen days. But if you're below, you know, a hundred or whatever, they're like, okay, you can still work. Your ass could be burning up and having fevers and everything else, the symptoms, but yet you're going to tell me you still come to work, like you said. Yeah, or you could be asymptomatic carrying this illness, this virus, there you and go. you're still yep. walking around talking and moving right. and doing stuff, being in contact with other passengers, employees, etc. Right. because they said we're monitoring you, so as long as we say you're good, you're good. 
So did it say anything about they had had to wear a mask or gloves if that was required? They have not, at least not in the article that we pulled, they did not have any requirements. Now, I would hope internally that everybody is being told you need to be wearing protective gear. But I don't know. I know that a lot of flights have been canceled and passengers have been canceling. Um, I can't remember what percentage I heard this morning, but they were saying it was a very high percentage of flights are on the ground, either due to the airline canceling or passengers canceling, or just not Mm -hmm. booking, whichever way. Right. And I know they're trying to discourage uh, domestic travel if it's not necessary. Right. So, but they're trying to still let you know, okay, we're still fully staffed, so come on. <laughs> so, well, interesting. I know that's not really true either because I also found out in a different article that Southwest Air has over 600, and I don't want to misquote it, so I won't say flight attendants, I'll just say employees. Mm-hmm. Um, 600 employees who have tested positive for coronavirus. That's a lot. Yeah, they were saying, it's a lot, but they were trying to say, uh, well, you know, it's only like 1%. But right. my whole thing is, I don't care if it's a, a fraction of a percent, if you haven't been able to make sure that these people are not in contact with other people, you're part of the problem. Right. Mm-hmm. You're part of spreading it. Right. Exactly. So my thing is, what's going to happen when they get called on the carpet? I guess they might be just fine. They're not worried about that. And they say, okay, we'll go ahead and pay the fine. But, you know. I suppose. I think the airlines are so pressed to try to do something to generate income that that's probably why they're willing to put their own people at risk in order to try right. to get some planes in the air. Right. But that's just my Crazy. opinion. What do, you, what do you think mm. about it, Papa? Well, I'll tell you, uh, people just, you know, I, I don't understand why the airlines are getting so timid and all when they all got plenty of money. You know what I mean? The money they make off of baggage fees and everything else, they got plenty of money. So I don't even know why they're trying to hide stuff or do this or be adverse. Just sit back and live off that $80 million you collected off them baggage fees last year. Hmm. You know, where did that money go? You know, everybody's acting like, you know, not everybody can cry broke because everybody's ass ain't broke. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, you got some people that got big money, but they'll use the alibi I'm broke. You see Tyler Perry ain't broke, you know? That's true. He's doing stuff for people. While everybody else ain't doing it, he's showing he, he got some money. I could do something, but... Sometimes people that got money want to play like everybody else's plan, mm-hmm. and, and airlines included. Oh, we we can't afford to do. Don't don't let the cow out the bag. Don't say you're sick, or we don't want to get caught up. Not at least not before this money comes in for the president. You know, because everybody's waiting for this this buyout money, which I don't agree with at all. I didn't agree with it with Brock, and I don't agree with it with Trump. But these are private companies that need to go out if they can't handle it, then go out anyway. Hmm. That's okay. Well, that's one point of view. He said, if you can't hang, roll on. All right. 
All right, well, that's all I have on that story. I'm going to keep it moving. Uh, let's see. Over to you, Papadini. Oh, boy, what's your hot topic for tonight? i got to work. i got to do something. Yeah, you have to work. Mm. Oh, you thought you were going to sit here and be cute. I'm just here for the scenery. Yeah, okay. Anyway, uh, America should start uh, receiving their relief money next week. So they say. Yay. Who's the guy, the Secretary of Treasury? What's his name? Mamooch? Mamooch. Mamooch. something like that. All right, much-awaited aid cash will uh, begin uh, flooding into millions of bank accounts next week in the first wave of uh, payouts to shore up the nation's uh, wallets. Yeah, okay. They always think a few dollars is a damn remedy. Millions of taxpayers will begin receiving the extra money to pay rent, Groceries or other bills, an ounce of weed, whatever you're into, or possibly uh, as early as uh, Thursday or Friday of next week. So they say the checks will start to be distributed this coming Saturday. And as far as dropping in your direct deposit electronically, if you do have any kind of electric, uh, electronic notion with internal revenue, I don't know if they're going to search for it or find out with it or how they're going to find it or what have you. If not, it'll be coming as a paper form check. And that's going to take about four weeks. Yeah, or to more. To sort it out or more. So, so also they're saying the first group uh, also will include Social Security beneficiaries who filed federal tax returns that included uh, direct deposit information according to an alert put out today by the U.S. Uh, Representative Debbie Dingell. Uh, she's a Democrat from Michigan. Dingell announced, said that the uh, expectations of that is the first direct deposit that will hit in mid-April for uh, the Social Security beneficiaries so they can get their money, the oh. older folks, okay. people on Social Security and whatever. Other sources that many bank accounts uh, could see the money as soon as Thursday or Friday, being in fact they'll be sent out electronically on Saturday, so take two or three days, business days, to do what you got to do. Here's something you need to know. For security reasons, the IRS plans to mail a letter <clears throat> about the economic impact payment to the taxpayer, uh, last known address, within 15 days after the payment is paid. Okay, the letter will provide, provide information on how the payment uh, was made and how to report any failure to receive the payment. Okay. If you didn't receive it, your letter will tell you what to do if you, if you didn't get the payment. Oh. If a taxpayer is uh, unsure, they're receiving a legitimate letter, that they received a legitimate letter, the Internal Revenue Service taxpayer to visit irs.gov and no other website. Okay? Mm. That's good, gov, not com. IRS does not have a .com address. Okay? Because they're not selling two brushes or full of brushes. It's a government institution, and that's their call sign. Anyway, all right, if you filed your 2019 tax return, for example, the IRS is going to use the same bank account information that you might have supplied for a direct deposit for your income tax refund. Okay? Well, that's good to know. Okay, you want to check your account to verify whether money has received. Okay, if you did not file in 2019 yet, IRS is uh, using information from 2018 tax filing to uh, calculate the payment, and the money will be deposited directly into the same bank account reflected on the return. Now, my question is, what if you're not getting a return? If you're not, 
that you didn't get a return in 2018. Oh, if he and didn't file And they don't have that information. Or you're paying money to them, and they're getting it from your bank account. Will they take the same bank account information to pay you? That was my understanding. Mm-hmm. That whatever bank account they have on record, they yeah, like will if you're put actually it paying in that money. And what if you're paying the money and you 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 owe three thousand dollars for that year taxes, and you got a payment plan with them, and you still owe about twenty five hundred. I read that they are not going to offset people's um, money because the whole mm-hmm. point of this is not for them to collect debts, but to put money in people's hands. Yeah, but you know they like so, Bob Bell. Mm-hmm. No, they said that the only thing, this is what I read, the only thing that they are offsetting that check with is if you owe child support. Boom. Mm-hmm. There it is. So okay. if you owe child support money, chances are that money is going to get offset by your economic you stimulus, dad. whatever they call it, payment. But otherwise, mm-hmm. if you owe them money, they're not going to take it for this. They're still going to issue your check. And uh, there's information on their on the irs.gov website for people who don't usually file taxes because either your income is below the level that requires you to file or if you are just unemployed and for whatever reason you don't file taxes, you can still get that money. There's uh, information on their website that you have to go and fill out something in order for them to have your information because if you're not in their system, then they don't really know where you are or who you are. But if you still want to get your check, Mm -hmm. there is a mechanism in place. Go ahead, Kyle. Right. My question is, what if you change bank accounts? Then you're probably going to have a problem. Well, I put it this mm-hmm. way. Now that I'm thinking about that, if say if your if your bank account is closed now, the one that you used when you last filed, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it'll just bounce it'll back, back, and they'll end up. Okay. It'll bounce back, and then they'll have to send a paper check to the so last address. Take a little longer. Right, oh yeah, definitely. Longer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Good to know. And we'll see what happens. We'll see what Start happens. Get about Thursday or Friday, huh? Yeah, at least somebody <laughs> in the next week. Checks are going to start yeah. going out. And you say you think that's happens. for your taxable income? That's what I understood. It was based on your adjusted gross income, not on your actual gross And where'd you income. hear this at? From Donald Trump or? No, that's what I, the information I saw on their website. So is everybody guaranteed the twelve hundred dollars, or they going to get? Some people may get less than that. Is that what you're saying? Um, to answer your question, everyone is not guaranteed, and the payments okay. are based on what your adjusted gross income is. Everybody okay. under so might... seventy-five thousand adjusted gross mm-hmm. income is supposed to be getting twelve hundred for individuals, and twenty-four hundred if you're married. And up, they said up to five hundred for in de, for dependent kids, and that's for seventeen mm-hmm. years old and under. I didn't hear the word up to. I heard strictly five hundred. I heard that too, child. and then later on I heard up to. So I don't know what the mm-hmm. the, the child part is. Let's just hope the up to. Yeah. But then anybody yeah. who makes over seventy five hundred adjusted gross income, they have some scale or percentage or something 
where they start mm-hmm. subtracting based on how much more over you made okay. of the threshold. I got you. I got yeah, you. Yeah, we say $100, uh, Something like that, yeah. I don't yeah. remember. Well, I'm going to go sit by the mailbox. What? Yeah, I, I, I guess I think bottom line get is anything, if you I made ninety nine thousand, you're not getting a check. Okay. What'd you say, Cap? I just said uh, you just be lucky to get something, you know. Um, yeah, pretty much. Uh, mm-hmm. Something's better than pretty nothing. Much. So if I can go get uh-huh. if I get a couple of hundred dollars and get some toilet paper, hey, I'll be fine. I'll be satisfied. Hey, there you go. So, mm-hmm. All yeah, right. All right. To this last one here, um, it's unfortunate. Let me see. Hot topics: Black Americans face higher rates of coronavirus death. Mm-mm-mm. Didn't want to hear that one. Um, this is out of New Orleans. Um, at first, the COVID nineteen did not seem to discriminate. The patients who walked into um, urgent care clinics in New York, uh, Brooklyn, New York, with coughs and fevers were white, black, and brown. But in the last few weeks, um, People have witnessed a notable shift. Fewer white people have showed up, while there has been a dramatic uptick in the number of black and brown patients. Wow. Mm. The uh, People say that the COVID-19 is a great equalizer and that um, everyone's going to be impacted. Um, but the fact is that certain communities are more harshly impacted than others. The available data um, of the race of um, COVID-19 victims released by only a handful of states, bear out that observation revealing a stark disparity between white and black residents. Now, this is in Michigan. Uh, They're saying that black people have died at more than eight times the rate of white people. In Illinois, they have died um, at nearly six times the rate. In Louisiana, the difference is fivefold. Um, Public health experts say those figures reflected Deep-rooted social and economic in, 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 um, inequities. So, as you know, my thing is, you know, blacks, we have a history of what high blood pressure and, um, you know, all of that diabetes and all of that. So those are some of the factors that have factored into um, more deaths and also asthma, um, heart disease. Um, so. Those yeah, are disadvantages true. that we have. Unfortunately, you know, some whites just don't have. I guess it's the ham hocks and the the pig, um, every um, kind of, you know. Yeah, yeah. So all those chitterlings and pork chops. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it, it is, is what it is. hams on the side. Do you think it's because? There are more black people that, or brown, black and brown people that are uninsured and underinsured, or is it that black folks just don't go to the doctor when they should? It's a little bit of both, and what I said about the, the underlying illnesses that we have. Mm-hmm. So I think that's but, you know, a little bit of both. I am not black. I am not black. Okay, whatever. But the problem I have with that is that some of these, those underlying conditions are treatable and manageable and in some cases curable if you catch them mm-hmm. early enough. But mm-hmm. that has been a problem in, in our communities, in the black communities, for like 
generations. You know, people have stigmas about going to see a doctor. There are people right. who believe that once you go to the doctor, they're going to do stuff to you, and you're going to leave with something you didn't come there with, and all kinds of different things. And then people right. say things like, well, I don't have money for that. I can't afford mm-hmm. it. I'll be okay. I'm going to pray it mm-hmm. away. You know, we got all these different things. And by the right. time it gets bad enough, when you finally say, okay, now I'm ready to go to see the doctor, it's already right. like stage four, you know, right. where an organ is falling out of your body, and now it's nothing anything anybody can do. But right. some of that stuff, think, you know, mm-hmm. is treatable mm-hmm. by change of diet, better exercising, sure. you know, take mm-hmm. some vitamins, drink more water. But you think, know, there are things that can be fine. done. But I say I think you need uh, a great support system as far as health-wise. Um, President Obama, he tried to put some things in place for people to get health insurance. He was pressing that hard for people to get some type of health insurance. It may not be the best, but it's something. So if you go to the doctor, the hospital, whatever, you have that in place. And then once you get into the system, the key thing is you have to work on, okay, this first doctor you have may not be the best doctor. So you can choose another one. But you have that choice because you're in that particular um, system of health care. So I think it's just, you know, you, you have to get into the system and then you have to work your way as far as what type of doctor that you want. You want a male, female, black, white, foreign, doesn't matter. But if they're good at what they do, then you should be you should be healthy and, and you know, do the right thing, do the things you're supposed to be. But like you said, right. you can't be scared. You have to just take that chance. And like I said, President Obama, he tried, you know, to get everybody health insurance. But some people True. are just still stubborn. They just won't go. So. That's true. And, I mean, I remember working on um, health care campaigns years ago with my brother where we Mm -hmm. did studies on black men and prostate cancer in D.C. And to do the surveys and see the information that came back as to why will they not go and get examined, why will they not Mm -hmm. go and get information, why will you not go to see a doctor, all of those things, some of that stuff mm-hmm. was like, I, I couldn't believe it. You know, things like mm-hmm. the type of exam that's required for a prostate exam. You had some men saying, uh, no, it's going to make you gay. I'm like, what? It's Are a medical serious? exam. If they have to do that rectal exam, it's an exam. Ain't nobody trying to date you. It's an exam. But who's going to know? Who's going to know? It's like because this this information is confidential between you and your doctor. Who's going to know? Exactly. It was it so was those kind part. of responses that made you realize people got some really weird ideas yeah. in their yeah, head, and do. some of it I think they're just grasping at straws for reasons to not go to the doctor. Yeah, or the mm-hmm. dentist. Or the dentist. That's true. One that's thing about true. the dentist: yeah. the dentist will get your money on the back end. Because as soon as that cavity gets to the point where it's exposing that nerve, your ass going to get off your ass. <laughs> you going to go. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yes, you never lie. You're going to see him before dentist, or you're going to see him after. So, yeah. The dentist can always sit back and wait on you. They'll yep. be like, I ain't yep. even worried about it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Sooner or later, you'll but, be here. 
Yeah, but um, the last part of this article, this is the interesting part. It says in New York, the disparities between rich white and poor black neighborhoods is so stark that black stock has closed a clinic in the re- relatively white affluent area in Brooklyn Heights. So they closed that in the white neighborhood to go to the black neighborhood to help them because they said it's a crisis within a crisis. So, I mean, that's a good thing, you know. Sad that it had to come to this, but, you know, um, that's good because they probably, in in, in those um, white neighborhoods, probably one or two people coming in maybe a day. But you're going over here to the black neighborhood, you got about, you know, 10 or 20 people coming in probably every hour. So that makes sense. I mean, you know, that was... mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Mm -hmm. It popped in my head when you was talking. I just think Mm -hmm. sometimes that the camera is on black people all the time. So so the visual is always there where everybody's trying Mm -hmm. to wonder what we're doing. I know sometimes myself... When I'm on the train, just just hypothetically speaking, uh, when I'm on the train, I can be like, say my stop is coming up in a couple minutes, you know, and I'll get up and I'll rumble through my my bags and stuff up up top above my head and everything, and by the time I go to pull down what I'm pulling down, like everybody's watching me, you know what I mean? Like either I don't know whether they're wondering what I'm doing. Am I going to make a fast move? Am I pulling something down from the top of the rack that belongs to them, either by mistake or on purpose? Mm-hmm. You know, so it seems like the camera or eyes are always on black people to see what it is we're actually doing. And a lot of white folks, mm-hmm. they they purposely live in rural areas. And I'm saying that just based on experiences from where my bosses or a lot of my white coworkers live. I mean, they live out, you know, beyond, you know, speaking of the DMV area, they live, like, behind Charles County. You know what I mean? And they yeah, jump in, the they're house. driving, like, an hour and a half to get to work, and they use the code word. The code word is quiet. That means lack of Negroes. They say, well, how's it out there? Oh, it's quiet. Oh, it's quiet. <laughs> quiet is the, is the, of course. That's the whistle. That's the dog whistle that you don't hear, meaning that I, I have no black people in the vicinity. And if you ask white folks all the time, oh, you live out in, oh, in Bukate, Bukate County? Oh, how's it out there? Oh, it's quiet. It's quiet. That's a code word. Mm-hmm. Code word means there's no Negroes. So mm-hmm. look, listen out for that term when you ask white people how their neighborhood is. Okay. I do hear that term a lot. Mhm. Mhm. Oh, we moved out there. Yep. Me and my husband. It's quiet. Real quiet out there. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But but see, so we, that means that they they also do that to go off camera. You know what I mean? To mm-hmm. go off limelight mm-hmm. because b- black folks are characters by nature. You know, we're just we're just charismatic uh, entertainers. That's just we'll be projecting our blood, and we don't mind living in the middle of the inner city, in the spotlight, playing football on the street and making a touchdown in front of a crowd of women or shooting a shot in a basketball court around ladies or whatever because we're just entertainers by nature. And then we grow up as, as you know, adults and to live in neighborhoods where it's always a general area because we want convenience to the bus and the, the metro and all that. So we're always on the spotlight. And that's where the news go when they want news, you know. Shine it right on us. Mm-hmm. Say, well, blacks are doing yeah. But because white folks, when they see they got a problem, some of their rich relatives are pulling them out of those urban areas and taking them to doctors over in Montgomery County somewhere. 
So you never know. Mm-hmm. You never know. Right. We're all creating yeah, equal. Right. Don't let don't be twisted by people not being in the news. Don't mean they're not of the news. You know. Right. I agree. Anyway. All right. All right. Well, if you guys got any questions or comments, what we're talking about, hit us up. 914-803-4306. And press Press one. one. All right. Mm -hmm. We're going to take a quick break, and then we're coming back to run through the hit it and quit it headlines on the Pajama Party Show. Don't you dare move. Friday night, adult talk show, the Pajama Party, on Blog Talk Radio. Produced by DC Homegrown Entertainment. Visit us online at www.apajamaparty.com. Click the banner and you can join us online or call us right now at 914-803-4306. The views and opinions expressed on this program are those of the Pajama Party crew and you. So pick up the phone and call us now, 914 914- 803-4306 and tell us what's on your mind. There's a big fluffy pillow reserved up front just for you at the pajama party. And remember, it's PJs only. No clothes allowed. Pass it on. Now let's get back to the pajama party crew and more of the pajama party. That better not be my robe. All right, welcome back to the Pajama Party. I'm one of your hosts, Papa D. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darlings. Whew. All right. Hit it and quit it. We're going to hit these quick stories. We're going to, that's the plan, right? We're going to hit them and we're going to quit <laughs> Okay. All right. Yeah, that's what we always say. All right. I got a mm-hmm. quick one on BP and Amico. Uh, according to BP, they're offering a $0.50 cents discount per gallon of gas for first responders throughout the month of April. Yay! Uh, the discount is being offered at BP and Amoco gas stations uh, throughout the rest of April, and this includes first responders, doctors, nurses, and hospital workers to thank them for their efforts amid the fight against the coronavirus pandemic. Uh, Pennsylvania locations of BP and Amoco gas stations, of course, can be found in eastern Pennsylvania, in and around Philadelphia, as well as western Pennsylvania. So sounds like this is really only limited to Pennsylvania and not nationwide. Uh, anybody who's eligible has to verify that their community status uh, with their ID and all they to get the discount. And once they get the code, they can uh, pump their gas and save 50 cents a gallon. So even if it is mm-hmm. only in Pennsylvania, bravo mm-hmm. to BP and Amico. But I will say, mm-hmm. you know, that the people who are out here delivering food and still working mm-hmm. in the restaurants and driving buses oh. and trains, and those are first responders too, just, you know, so yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I wonder, um, is it only in Pennsylvania? Okay. I wonder, is it only in Pennsylvania? Know. Because is is BP based in Pennsylvania? Is that is there, you know, Papa? Or is that their um, base? BP is actually overseas. That's British Petroleum. So they they come from overseas, oh. and now they they gotcha. have built uh, all kinds of places. The most they have a big area down uh, on the Gulf Coast. That's why when that pipe broke down there, they were like all in the mix because they have a 
huge refinery down that represents uh, Alabama and uh, Louisiana and mm. Mississippi. Yeah, most definitely, but they're so. based mostly out of, you know, they're, they're a British company, for, but they're all over, like Sunoco and Exxon. There's no, you know, the sky's mm. the limit. Gas is everywhere, so... Well, I would just say if you're a first responder and you come across a BP or an Amoco gas station, you should check. Ask about yeah, the first responder true. discount and see if you can get it wherever you are. Yeah, that's a, that's a okay. good idea. Yeah, yeah. All right, hitting and quitting. Okay. Um, Tesla engineers, they're using uh, Model 3 parts for ventilators. Um, Tesla released a video on YouTube that outlines how company engineers are repurposing car parts like vehicle controllers to build ventilators. Um, yep. So uh, now Tesla is giving us a glimpse into its process. In a new video, company engineers break down how they are repurposing Tesla parts to build the ventilators for the COVID virus patients, something that Ford and General Motors have also been doing thanks to the stockpile parts that auto manufacturers keep on hand to maintain a buzzing assembly line. I mean, finally, um, the rich boy, he's finally doing something with his uh, parts and money. So, yeah, Elon that's Musk, a, he's Elon finally up, doing right? something. Okay. Yep, yep, finally doing something. Is that out there smoking up everything, drinking up everything, and partying. <laughs> so. He's a special kind of guy. Yeah, he finally got it together though. That's that's a good thing. Because yeah, he's he's worth billions of dollars. So Yeah. All right. Mhm. Hit it and quit it, you said. Also J P right. Morgan announces a coronavirus relief package for customers. Wow. Um, J B Morgan Chase and Company, Chief Executive Officer, uh, Jamie Diamond said on Monday that the bank would extend benefits to customers who have been hurt by the ongoing coronavirus crisis by introducing measures such as waivers for late fees and a 90-day grace period for mortgage and auto loans. Hey, you can't beat that. In his annual letter to shareholders, he um, also highlighted several challenges that the largest U.S. bank is currently facing, really, saying that the bank's uh, call centers are struggling uh, in the current environment, with many of them effectively shutting down due to due to the local restrictions. Wow. Okay. Oh well, it is what it is. Yep. That's okay. good. I think a lot of the um, big companies and mortgage companies are uh, giving you grace periods on mortgages and, and um, auto loans because people have no money right now. So. You know. Yeah, that's true. What can you do? Yeah. Anybody who owes anybody, you should call them up and say, uh, hello, coronavirus campaign. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> or write, look, write them a letter. That might be more effective. Write them a letter. That, <laughs> that might work. Yeah, you can mm-hmm. do that, but I would call them up. Hello, coronavirus <laughs> campaign. Hi. Uh-uh, uh-uh. All right. All right, uh, over to you, Papa Didi. What you got for us? All right, we have, uh, on a sad note, uh, Hall of Famer uh, football player Bobby Mitchell, who helped integrate the Redskins, died at 84 years old. It's so interesting uh, when you see that uh, he was the first African-American to play on the sign with the Washington Redskins. 
but as we see how how black football is now, just because it's shaded, it was it was very white too at one time. So oh yeah. So this for so um, it reads to say uh, Bobby Mitchell, who was uh, the first uh, African American player to sign with the Washington Redskins, died Sunday at age 84. The pro hall the uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame announced this. Uh, I was extremely saddened to hear the news about the passing of the great Bobby Mitchell. Bobby was a Hall of Fame player and executive and represented the Washington Redskins organization with integrity for over 50 years. This is what owner your boy Dan Snyder said in a statement. uh, His passion for the game of football was unmatched by anyone I've ever met, from anybody I've ever met. Uh, Not only was he one of the most influential individuals in franchise history, but he was also one of the greatest men I've ever known. He was a true class act. And will be sorely missed. I thought some prayers with his wife Gwen and the entire Mitchell family during this time. Mitchell began his football career as a halfback with the Cleveland Browns in 1958. All right. 58? Uh, 58, yes. Wow. Man, that's before I was even in the Strodom sack. Anyway, uh, a running and receiving, receiving threat. He shared a backfield with Jim Brown given Cleveland one of the strongest offensive offensive attacks in the league during his four seasons with Cleveland. Mitchell announced he, he also accounted for 3,700 yards from scrimmage. In 62, the Browns traded Mitchell to the Washington Redskins, who moved him from halfback to flanker that season, where he led the league in uh, 72 receptions and a bunch of yards, 1,300 yards, and uh, he caught 69 passes for 1,400 league-leading yards. He also tied the NFL record with 99-yard touchdown reception against his former team, the uh, Cleveland Browns. And lastly, uh, during his uh, first six seasons with the with the Redskins, uh, he never caught fewer than 58 passes. He was a four-time Pro Bowl selection, once as a running back and three times as a wide receiver. Mitchell, a seventh-round draft pick in 1958, retired in 1969. Finished his 11-year season with 14,000 total yards. He had 91 career touchdowns, including 65 receiving and 18 rushing. And he was inducted in the Hall of Fame in 1983. Wow. So, there you have it, Bobby Mitchell. All right. Wow. Bobby. Who knew? Yeah. It took him that long to induct him into the Hall of Fame, huh? About 20 years later. Mm. Gee, that um, is a long time. Yeah. Yeah, from 69 to 83. That's a whole different time frame. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. They found, time. He should have been in the Hall of Fame before that. But, you know, it is what it is sometimes. Yeah. Yep. It's all It's all on. Wow. Okay. Well, thank you, Papa Diddy. I didn't know about mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. Oh, All right. Yeah. Well, we're gonna we're gonna take a quick break, and we're coming back on the other side with kettle and the cocktail of the week. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, you don't want to miss this one. It's called a drunken monkey. We'll be right back. This is the Pajama Party on Blog Talk Radio. The Pajama Party is produced by DC Homegrown Entertainment at www.dchomegrown.com. The views and opinions expressed on this program are those of the Pajama Party crew and you. So pick up the phone and dial 914 
914-803-4306. That's 914-803-4306. And tell us what's on your mind. There's a big fluffy pillow reserved just for you at the pajama party. So call us now. And remember, it's PJs only. No clothes allowed. Pass it on. Log on to www.apajamaparty.com and click the Listen Live banner or call 914-803-4306. Now let's get back to the crew and more of the Pajama Party. Is it tea time, darling? All right, welcome back to John Party 1. Your host, Papa Didi, here with Kettle. Hello. And red wine. Bonsoir, darling. Darling. Como darling. Como darling. Darling, you're stepping on my white shoes. Darling. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. Ay, caramba. Caramba. Yeah, okay over there? <laughs> no, we are not. But I anyway. You might be getting to the drunken monkey then. Yeah, I think that's what oh, we need is a cocktail of the week. Okay. okay. This is a vibrant, fruity, tiki drink from the Caribbean. It is mm-hmm. six ounces of orange pineapple juice blend. You'll like this, Papa. Um, three ounces of coconut rum, one ounce of spice rum, four to five dashes of bitters, fresh ground nutmeg, Maracino Chino cherries and juices, lime slices, and fresh pineapple wedges. So, we're going to fill a cocktail shaker with ice, add the juice, coconut rum, spice rum, bitters, and shake for 30 seconds. Pour into two ice tumblers or one tall glass. So, you have two drinks, or you can have one tall glass. <laughs> Then uh, pour in one to two teaspoons of uh, cherry juice and let it, let it settle at the bottom of the glass. You're going to garnish with the lime slice, pineapple wedge, and a cherry. And uh, put the fresh nutmeg on the top. Bam. Damn. I'm drunk already. <laughs> I'm drunk already. <laughs> I'm a diabetic. Yeah. Ooh, it just took oh. my cigarette to the roof. <laughs> that thing gonna have you jumping off furniture. Talk about it. Oh, yeah. My A1C. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. Yeah. My A1C went up. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. All right. Well, cattle. Thank you for the cocktail of the week, which is sponsored You're by the Strong. Dot com, our All parent right. company. <laughs> and we thank DC Homegrown <laughs> for the cocktail of the week. week, week, week and week, uh, week. yeah, Papa Didi over here doing echoes. Week, 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 week. Okay, we can make go to you, Papa Didi. It's time for uh, what's popping. Are you ready for it? I'm ready. All right, let her rip. What's ready. popping this week? Ready. What you talking about, Willis? What you talking about, Willis? I said I'm ready like my, my like my boy Legend. I'm ready. <laughs> so what's happening this week? Anyway, uh, man, let's talk about the gas prices. Have you seen those gas prices? 
have Has not. anybody seen the gas prices drop like they have? Oh, yeah. Are they dropping? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh. Pretty interesting, huh? Huh. So what's causing that? It's a rip-off. Uh-uh. <laughs> How about that? Now, we all seen the gas prices in the DMV area. They're showing like a dollar ninety-nine. I've seen something as low as a dollar. Yeah, you got to get out, Red One. You got to get out. What? A dollar ninety-nine for regular. Okay. Dollar ninety-nine. That's how low it's down. But here's the ripoff, though. It's only down that low because nobody's buying it. At least anybody that that I know. Anyway, you know what I mean. Most people use plus in their vehicle. You know, it's a better grade, it's less gum, you know, because gas can be very gummy after a while, unless you use gas treatment. But a lot of people are using plus. Mm-hmm. And the difference in plus and regular is only two octanes. Regular is 87, plus is 89. Your Supreme is 93. Now, the price for plus. Is two dollars and eighty nine cents. Huh? Now it's only two octanes away. Like I said, eighty seven and eighty nine, two octane points away. But the price of gas in in the DMV area is a dollar ninety nine for regular, but two eighty nine for plus, because they know the word is out where a lot of people are using plus. So you mean to tell me something is only two octanes higher? It's costing an extra 89 cents a gallon. More than that if you're using a credit card. Mm. So tell me. I mean, it's a ripoff. They're trying to lure you in with that sign, you know, but if you're going to use regular at that time, then use it. I mean, it burns out. You know, it's up to you. I mean, but, you know, sometimes the kind of gas you put in your car is a real dedication to, to yourself. You know what I mean? People don't veer off of that too often. If you're a plus person, you're a plus person. You're a regular person, you're a regular person. And and sometimes you can go by what your owner's manual say. But if you start giving your car plus, you got to keep giving it plus. You can't be cheating on it. Because that's not good for the gas tank. But anyway, that's what's going on right now. If you look and see 199 or 205 or 215 or 220, and then for 80 cents more, here's the plus. It's because they know that that's more popular. They know what kind of gas is being pumped during the day. Believe me, electronically, everybody knows what the world is doing. So don't think for one minute you're BSing anybody. Anything is linked to any type of electronic whatever, the proof is out there completely. So watch yourself. If you're gonna burn, if you're gonna burn regular for a minute, then go ahead and you know put you some gas treatment in your car so you can kind of keep it moving around. Because like I said, regular is very gummy. It's really gummy. It's it all of a sudden. It's, you know, makes your car stick and everything else. So, but uh, your fuel injectors stick. And but uh, but when you go just another octane higher, it's, it's so much more. So they're basically ripping you off. So just be careful. If you're plus, then pay the extra money and stick with what you got. So you stay with the program, keeping your car right. You know, take okay. care of the car. Takes care of you. Take care of your ride. All right, Bobby. I had no idea. Yes, that much. I have been quarantined mm-hmm. for real, real. Yeah, you got to get out. Oh, so I didn't know. <laughs> you got to get out real yeah. well. Mm-hmm. I guess. I'm not going out. out there. Mm-hmm. 
Corona's out there. <laughs> I'm not going out there. Oh, boy. Oh, Lord. Here we go. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. All right. Uh, are we are we breaking or do we keep rolling? Can we? We can take a break. We can take a break. Okay. Let's take a sure, quick break a and then we come Okay, we'll take a CC break as Kettle calls it, and then we're coming back with the weird news on the Pajama Party this Show. This is Beyonce. No! It's Friday night, so run and tell somebody that the Pajama Party is on right now, right here on WPJP Blog Talk Radio. Oh, yeah, this is how we do it. Call 914-803-4306 and press 1 to get in on the conversation, or you can join us online at www.apajamaparty.com and click the Listen Live banner. So if you want to give a shout-out, wish a happy birthday, hear yourself on the radio, or get your 15 seconds of fame, you need to call us right now on 914-803-4306 and press 1. How often do you get a chance like this? Hey, we're only on till 10 p.m. Eastern, so get on the phone and call us right now. We're waiting to make you famous, even if it is just for tonight. Don't be shy. Call 914-803-4306 and press 1. I'm going to stop by the bar, but I'll meet you back at the show. All right, welcome back to Pajama Party. I'm your host, Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And red wine. Satriakal. I learned something in Punjabi, an Indian language. It's a greeting. Okay. It says hello. Satriakal. Okay. You know I'm multi-international. Right. Don't even okay. play. It's wild. Come on, Miss International. I'm international. International. Child, please. Okay. Get your yaya. Oh, here we go. Me and Papa can be international. Hey, we can be international. If you invite somebody to go to bed with you, that's on you. Get your yaya's here. Uh huh. I'll go right ahead and say all you want. Okay. Speaking of weird, it is now time for the weird news. And. And I'm going to kick it off with the nudists that don't want to wear masks out here in this corona environment. Uh, this story is coming out of the Czech Republic, uh, where it says face masks are not mandatory everywhere, but strict rules on wearing them have been enforced in the Czech Republic, even for nudists. The European country has begun to relax restrictions imposed because of the coronavirus, but at the height of concerns last month, police were called in to remind people that while it is okay to get naked in designated public places, your mouth still needs to be covered. So you can be buck naked, but you got to put a mask on and cover your mouth. Czech law enforcers issued a warning after officers were called out to a small town east of Prague because of complaints from other people who saw maskless nudists basking in the sun. Unfortunately, many of the sunbathing citizens were gathered in large groups, and some of them were not wearing face masks, according to a police statement. So upon the arrival of the police 
Everyone agreed to respect the government regulation to wear face masks when outside the home, even though they aren't going to wear any clothing. Citizens are allowed to be without clothes in designated locations, but they still have to cover their mouth and only gather in appropriate numbers. So, there you go. The nudists in the Czech Republic have been told by the police, you can take your clothes off or put a mask on. That's all I got. Interesting. That's yeah. crazy. <laughs> uh, uh, and they were resisting. Okay, they were like, no, nudists, we're nude. They were like, no, you're not going to infect people because you want to be buck wild. <laughs> put a mask on. <laughs> Oh my God! What are these people coming to? What is going on? Yeah, I'm sure that was quite a sight. All right, uh, over to you, Papa Didi. What you got? All right, this is uh, kind of weird, I guess. Um, uh, Wuhan, you know Wuhan. That's where everything allegedly begun. A woman ordered 76 types of breakfasts uh, in one go. A Wuhan resident has ordered 76 types of breakfast all at once to satisfy her craving oh. as the formal epicenter lifts its corona lockdown. Now, imagine that. In Wuhan, they are already back on the streets again, which it all where it all begins. So so I guess it does what? have an ending. I mean, yeah, yeah, the customer uh, wanted to make up for the morning breakfasts that she missed. It sounded like me and my little breakfast joint. I miss that joint shit. Anyway. Oh my God! What in the hell? No, but I am gonna go back to my breakfast joint and sit back with the old men in the corner and talk shit like we used to. Anyway, the customer wanted to make up for their morning meals that uh, she missed during the seventy-six uh, day uh, quarantine, according to the press. It comes as a city where the uh, pandemic uh, begun has allowed its eleven million residents to travel in and out of Wuhan after nearly eleven weeks. Everybody's out walking around doing their thing again where it all begun. So there you go. Anyway, social media wow. footage shows that delivery worker ordering the items at the breakfast uh, restaurant before he carries the bags of food with a wooden pole on his shoulder yesterday. That's typical, I guess, <laughs> Chinese stuff. The delivery guy, uh, the delivery guy known by the name of uh, uh, Sir, surname Fu received an order requested about 6.30 a.m. on the first day of the unlock of Wuhan and uh, the female client asked him to buy 76 breakfast meals, symbolizing the number of days that Wuhan residents spent under quarantine. Hey. It took Mr. Fu an hour to complete the orders, as most restaurants still remaining closed after Wuhan lifted the travel restrictions just a few hours ago. Today is a special occasion, she said. I want to make up for all the breakfasts I missed during the isolation so after the meal, mm, after the mm, meal, yeah. after this meal, our life will be better and better. The resident stated. She said, "Is glad to be free. She's glad to be free again." Wow. So wow, there you go. This is this is Wuhan. This is where it all began. Seventy-six meals. So, so what is she going to store those meals or something? What I mean, are you going to eat everything or what? Doesn't say. It is mm, not even mm, a picture mm. of her that I can look at and, and kind I of analyze. Uh, <laughs> Share them with some people. Because, I mean, how you, what you going to do with 76 breakfasts? But anyway, moving on. All right, Kelly, over to you. I got a crazy one here in Columbus. Officers find an alligator while responding to a robbery. 
Columbus police discovered a live alligator while responding to an alleged robbery involving a gun and an Xbox. See, that's two combinations. Come on in. A police said that wait, wait, caller wait, reported. A gun? <laughs> I'm trying to follow this Yep, story. alleged robbery involving a gun and an Xbox. Police said but that a caller reported a man. Okay. Yep, let me finish. Let me finish the story. It's going to probably be at the end, but it's going to be funny. Police said that a caller reported a man with a gun in a, in a dispute over the return of a Microsoft Xbox. Police arrested and charged the man with a parole violation and a felony weapons charge. Officers said they found um, the three to four feet alligator in an aquarium in a closet while searching the home. Alligator was in the aquarium. At least he was in the aquarium. The woman in lived closet? in the apartment. Yep, in an aquarium. At least was in an aquarium. <laughs> that thing might have bit the hand off. The woman who lived in the apartment where the um, altercation took place admitted to authorities that the alligator was hers and that she did not have the proper permit or insurance. That's why it's in the closet. An officer handled the reptile until Ohio Department of Agriculture officials took custody of the alligator. So you gonna have, the officer going to handle the damn reptile. Are you crazy? There were three toddlers and several children also in the apartment. Oh, my God. What, what's wrong with these people? These people are just crazy. <laughs> and this was where now? Where was this? Ohio. Columbus, Ohio. Oh, Lord. Mm, mm, mm. So she was hiding I mean, the alligator, really? I guess, in the closet because she didn't have, an, she didn't have a permit. I was going to say she must have been hiding it because why would you have an aquarium in a closet? With an alligator in it. You were hiding that. She just told you. Yep. She didn't have a permit, so. Oh, wow. Crazy, crazy. You go figure. Oh, boy. Mm -hmm. Well, that's why it's the weird news. What can we say? Yep. We just reported. Well, if you guys guys have got any questions or comments or any weird news that you want to report, hit us up tonight, 914-803-4306. And press press 1. Get in the queue. All right. All right. We got a quick commercial break, and then we're coming back with me, and I'm just saying. Uh, And we'll be right back. Your finest cognac over a glass of ice and a short glass. Goes great with Papa DD's segment. Living for the City on Blog Talk Radio every Friday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time or apajamaparty.com on a live stream. I want to talk to that Papa Didi myself. I'm going to hit him up. It's on 914-803-4306. Once again, that's 914-803-4306. And you should too. Welcome back to the John Bright One Who's Papa Didi. I'm here with Kep. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. Comment allez-vous? Je suis ven rouge. Ima, Ima. Okie I should have known that was coming. Anywho, um, I'm just saying, I'm going to go right into I'm just saying. This is my commentary on I'm just saying. So tonight, I'm just saying, let the experts tell it. 
Now, I'm sure by now everybody has seen more than enough of Trump's White House briefings where he just goes on and on and on about the same thing. And he's supposed to be giving an update on the coronavirus situation in America. But he gets up there and wants to dispense medical advice. And I'm just asking why. He's not a doctor. He even said on one of those briefings, I'm not a doctor. So why does he insist on trying to explain scientific and medical information? He just exposes the fact that he's out of his element. I'm just saying, man, let the experts tell it. Trump stands there day after day reading in that monotone voice from his script with the experts standing behind him like like they're some kind of accessories or something. How much sense does that make? I'm just saying, man, let the experts tell it. He stands there sometimes rambling on for an hour or more, trying to ad-lib to the script that he has, trying to make himself sound knowledgeable, and it just makes it worse, especially when he started pushing for doctors to start using that drug, hydrochloroquine. And just because hydrochloroquine has been on the market and in use for over 30 years, which incidentally was used to treat lupus and malaria, he says, well, it won't kill you. But technically, that's not true because certain people who have certain kinds of conditions should not use that medication. So once again, he's wrong, but that's no surprise. But like I said, when he said that and then he followed that up with, what do you have to lose? I was stunned. I was like, seriously? Is he standing up here trying to push a drug and then saying, what do you have to lose? When people have lost their lives, People have lost friends, family, loved ones, uh, health uh, professionals have lost their lives. And you're going to say something asinine like, what do you have to lose? I, that thing blew me. Now, any doctor or scientist knows that this is just not the right approach to medicine. You don't just come up with an idea and say, yeah, yeah, let's do that. It's called trials and tests and process. There's all these things you need to do. So once again, I'm just saying, let the experts tell it. You don't need to, Mr. Trump, you don't need to be up behind anybody's microphone trying to explain medicine or science. That is not your thing. So please stop subjecting the nation and the world to that horrible Trump show. And I feel really bad for uh, Dr., uh, what's his name, Dr. Fauci? Is that his name? Mm -hmm. I feel so bad for him when he has to get up there and correct the stupidity that Trump says. He gets up there and says a bunch, uh, Trump gets up there and says a bunch of stupid stuff, and then Fauci tries to be very, very uh, uh, gentle in how he corrects what Trump has previously said. And the other thing I've noticed is that, I don't know if y'all have noticed, that Trump is like really obsessed about the ratings. First of all, these this is not a TV show. These are White House informational briefings. There's no ratings that I'm aware of 
for things like this. So why does he keep talking about my ratings are going through the roof? I got the highest ratings over this show and that show. What are you talking about? These are briefings that you're supposed to be letting the nation know what's going on with the pandemic. Why are you even talking either on TV or on your precious Twitter account about your ratings on a White House briefing? Fool, what is your problem? I just It just blows me that he says and does this kind of stuff, and people don't check him. I'm like, man, this is not a reality show. This is real life. There's a difference between reality TV and real life. And this is real life. Hello? Real life. Why are you concerned about talking about your ratings? You just sound more idiotic than you normally sound. So I'm just saying, do us all a favor. Just introduce the experts. Get up there and say, hello, today's briefing, I got Dr. Fauci and Dr. So-and-so and this person and this person. They're going to tell us the latest information. And move out the way. We don't not need to see you standing up there, blubbering on and on about stuff you don't even understand. So I'm just saying, I'd rather hear from the people who know, not from the person who pretends to know. This is Red Wine, and I'm just saying, let the people who know tell it. God, that's all I'm saying. It's ridiculous. He does um, get up here and uh, act like he's running everything that's going on. He ain't running nothing but his mouth. But anyway, yep. I'm going to get off my soapbox. That's your boy. That's what? Your Are you going to get off your soapbox? <laughs> I'm trying to get uh, off my soapbox, but it's so badly. It's difficult, anyway. I know. Uh, All right. Living for the city? You ready for us, Papa? Yeah, let's take a break. Let me uh, put a couple more notes down and get into this pretty hard. All right. Got something to play us out for a minute? We take a quick break, and then we're coming back with Papa Didi and Living for the City on the Pajama Party Show. You're in tune to the Late Night Adult Pajama Party right here on Blog Talk Radio. This is a production of DC Homegrown Entertainment. To share your opinion with the Pajama Party crew, call us on 914-803-4306 and press 1. If you'd rather just listen in, you can still call us and listen on your phone, or you can listen online by going to our website, www.apajamaparty.com, and clicking the Listen banner in the top right corner. So join the conversation and let us know what you think about tonight's topics or whatever is on your mind. Okay, who turned the lights off? Call us now, 914-803-4306. Now back to the crew and more of the Pajama Party. All right, welcome back to the Pajama Party. I'm your host, Papa D. Give me a kettle. Hello. And red wine. Bonsoir, darlings. It's now time for Papa D.D. and living for the city. What's happening in the city tonight, Papa Oh, boy, I tell you what. Mm. You know, I want to talk about, like, reinventing the brand. You know, how you can really, like, uh, I tell you, this guy here that I'm going to introduce is the master reinventing the brand. 
you know, like, you know, sometimes stuff will happen to you in life, you know, where you, you got caught up in a situation or you fall off for whatever reason or you did something stupid and then you fall from grace. I'm talking about, you know, celebrities and things like that. You know what I mean? And whether you recover or not, really, it all depends on you, really, and how you want to reinvent yourself and how you want to reproject yourself, you know? Now, like back in the day, uh, during the baseball season a few years back, we had a few superstars that was out there doing their thing. They were going for the home run contest and all kind of stuff, and it was different people, like just great ball players. One was Barry Bonds, you know, who's now the home run champion, but nobody really talks about it because he was caught up in a, in a alleged steroid thing. But nobody really ever proved it so strong, but they still hold him accountable for it. And you got a great pitcher named Roger Clemmings. He was also involved in a, in a uh, steroid thing also. <clears throat> and he kind of faded out of the mix also. And Mark McGuire, him and uh, Barry, Barry Bonds was going for the most home runs that year, which excited everybody. And also Sammy Sosa. He was involved in the whole thing that year. So everybody was making money and doing these things. And then very same writers came along and just sort of chastised these guys for steroids. Now, while they were hitting these home runs, everybody was happy-go-lucky, partying, you know, doing their thing, having fun at the baseball games, everybody doing their thing, and announcers and sports writers and everything. And then all of a sudden, the writers turned on these different people and all of a sudden, they were doing steroids. Now, it was another person involved in this stuff, too, who I'm speaking on. It was right in the middle of everything. But you talk about a man reinventing himself? Damn. All I can say is, my man, my man. He was in the middle of that steroid stuff like everybody else. His reputation was in the gutter. But that man pulled himself up out of that shit, and now he is the shit Literally, okay? I'm talking about A-Rod himself. Oh. Alex Rodriguez. Pretty Boy Floyd, okay? This man was smack dab in the middle of steroids. He was one of the first highest paid baseball players on the Yankees years ago. He was making a whopping $162 million over 10 years. Now they're giving Jokers 250 over 10 years, but back then that was big money. And he said he had to live up to that reputation. And when he started falling off, he had to take something to stimulate things, so he went to steroids. And he, they talked about it. He was one of the persons that actually admitted it. Everybody else said, no, I ain't never done it, I ain't never done it. And the arms as big as fucking, you know, sofas and shit, you know, couches and all. Anyway, but he, he admitted it and everything, and he kind of fell, fell back for a minute. But then all of a sudden, the man got picked up on Fox to become a baseball analyst. And he did that job so well. And then he went to the networks and he picked up this TV show where he helps people out. Instead of down they luck, old old actors and old, old, not old, but just child actors that don't have work. And he's trying to figure out what they're doing and invest in them and everything. And last but not least, he met and got engaged with that Fine ass, sexy ass J Lo. What the fuck, my brother? Damn! And that just was the whole, that was the icing on top of the goddamn cake. Hmm. Okay? Because J Lo, you know how she keep her shit together. She said, Look here, motherfucker, look, you keep your shit right, 
I keep my shit right and I should be right. So this shit is real right. They look good together. He's doing his thing. He's doing all kind of TV analysts. He's, he's into everything. And this man, at least 10 years back, was caught up in the middle of a, of a baseball scandal where he will never be. Now, now, mind you, all the things that go with that, he'll never be in the Hall of Fame. He'll always have an asterisk next to his name on anything he did, any home runs he hit. He'll say, oh, he hit 600 home runs. But, but he was taking the juice. All that's going to be in the books. All that's going to be on the web. All that's going to be on YouTube. But the man reinvented himself. You know what I'm saying? And he's living large. He's looking good. He's doing his thing, which I say to everybody out there, like my mom always say, don't let the right hand know what the left hand is doing. Okay? What you doing out there ain't nobody's business but your own. Whatever you got in your closet, keep it in your closet if you need to. You know? Everybody ain't got to know what the hell you're doing, what you into, what you got, what you was, what you are. That's your business. Keep some shit close to the vest. Because ain't nobody's business. Because you got haters out there. You got bullshit artists out there. You got people trying to mess up your program out there. You'd be surprised. The eyes of March. Oh, my God. Jokers out there nowadays are vicious. They would take your ass down just to put you back into some kind of perspective, especially people that thought they were doing better than you. When they find out that you got an ace in the hole, that when the smoke clear, you're actually doing better than they ass ever was doing, now they're freaking out because they ever thought that you was inferior to them. When all when all the time you watching them, looking at them saying, look at this little sorry motherfucker, thinking he got some shit going on. He ain't got shit going on compared to me. You know what I mean? But it's not a comparison thing in life. It's just doing what you feel is making you happy and keeping you strong and you staying healthy and trying to live a long life because, like Martin Luther King says, longevity has its purpose. So anyway, take a look at uh, J- uh, not J-Lo, but uh, Alice Rodriguez, a man who was smothered in the middle of a steroid scandal. They pushed his nose in the dirt with it. But look at him now. God bless you, brother. Go and do your thing. All right. You got so right about that. They tried to run him in the ground, and he came back like a phoenix. He rose up out the dirt and said, look at me now. He the baddest guy on the planet now. How you like me now? (laughs) Oh, them good looks on her. But he is is fine. I would say that. Yeah, them good looks on her at all. (laughs) Definitely is not hard on the eyes. You see J-Lo stop chasing them young boys and all the rest of that shit she was dealing with. Half black and young yeah. boys and what was the other guy's name? Casey. I don't know, that little dancer. All those one-trick wonders. Oh, all, those little, those, all those little needle dick motherfuckers. She was, anyway, excuse my language. Oh, uh, no. All them little, all them little <laughs> jokes. I'm just saying, cause that was my girl. You know, that was my girl. And I'm like, damn, J-Lo, she sit on the boat with Ben Affleck rubbing her ass. I'm like, really? 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 You were just hating. Anyway, but like, why can't ben I be on ben that? Ben Affleck wasn't ready for that. Ben Affleck, he wasn't, wasn't ready, ready for, that. for that. All he had between his nope. legs was three inches of white oh, steel. Oh, here we go with that. He had three inches of okay, white steel. On that that <laughs> three inches of white steel is all he had. Hey, wait, wait, I guess we better take a little CC break before we get to me. <laughs> Give me a disclaimer. Give me a disclaimer. I need a disclaimer. Oh, now, now you want a disclaimer. I need a disclaimer. This stuff is making me. Give me. I need a disclaimer. The following program oh, contains coarse language and nudity. Viewer discretion yeah, is advised. Yeah, give me a disclaimer. <laughs> okay, we're going to take a break. 
Jeffrey Kettle in the Hollywood wrap-up. It's another Friday night at the Pajama Party Show, and we're here with our PJs on because you know we don't allow clothes in here. If you enjoyed the Pajama Party Show, why not invite a friend or tell a neighbor to tune in right now? Go ahead and text them. I'll wait. Tell them to call us right now at 914-803-4306. And if they want to join in on the conversation, tell them to press 1 so that we'll know they have something to say. We'd love to meet your neighbors, friends, and relatives, so send them a text, email them, or call them up and tell them to join us for the Pajama Party live on Blog Talk Radio. The more the merrier. Or is it Misery Loves Company or whichever? Tell them to call us up on 914-803-4306 if they just want to listen or press 1 if you want to join the conversation. Now let's get back to the crew and more of the Pajama Party Show while I try to find out who hid the belt from my robe. I tell you the truth. Y'all know you're so wrong for that. All right, welcome back to a John Party. I'm one of your host, Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And red wine. Bonsoir, darlings. It's time to go to Hollywood and get the entertainment update from Kettle. Are you ready, Kettle? Hollywood. Yes, ma'am, I am. All right. What you got for us this week? <laughs> okay. The uh, McConaughey's, Matthew and his wife, Camilla, they're getting involved as far as um, this coronavirus thing. They have donated 80,000 masks. It's a combination of surgical masks and KN95 masks. I'm like, how are y'all getting a hold of this stuff? Um, it's been dis- it's being distributed, yeah, between Austin and New Orleans. Um, they're also working with a, a disaster relief um, program also called Bethany Frankel's Disaster Relief. So um, they said Austin in New Orleans because he did a film in New Orleans. So they want to contribute to, you know, some of the people I guess he's met when he did his film some time ago. So they want to contribute to them. Yeah. And uh, they personally delivered them. I said, wow, you can't beat that. Oh, man. Okay. Yeah. Also, Chrissy Teigen, she's getting a new show. She is well known for giving her opinion on everything under the sun. And soon she'll be putting her literary hot takes to good use. She's going to be called Chrissy's Court. I guess she's going to put uh, Judge Judy to shame, I guess. (laughs) Uh, No, I doubt it. (laughs) Chrissy's Court invites real people with real small claims cases to get Keegan's ruling on their personal matter. So, no, Tegan did not secretly go to law school and become a judge, but on the upcoming, it's, it's um, on the Quibi, which is Quick Bites show, um, her word is the law. Okay. That should be interesting. You know, Chrissy, okay. she has a lot to say. <laughs> yeah, she's That's crazy. That's my girl, man. That's crazy. She is crazy. Yeah. Um also, um, you guys watched on CBS the drama All Rise to produce a virtual episode because of this coronavirus. Um, it's preparing to produce an all-virtual episode as the ongoing global coronavirus pandemic continues to um, uh, semi-physical production. The legal drama starring um, Simone Missick 
will film um, its stars using FaceTime, WebEx, Zoom, uh-oh, Zoom, and other available social media and online technology to produce an episode. Um, and they said they're going to have an episode um, dealing with this pandemic, the coronavirus. So it should be interesting. Um, it's called All Rise. Um, un- unfortunately, um, the uh, the lady that played um, Bond's Pussy Galore, she dies at 94. She was a British actress who took James Bond's breath away as Pussy Galore in Goldfinger and who um, starred as the leather-clad, judo-flipping Kathy Gale in The Avengers also died. She died in 94. Um, her name was Pussy Galore. Okay, interesting. Oh, yeah, I remember that name. <laughs> yes, we all remember I do, too. <laughs> forget Pussy. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Mm-hmm. Okay. Also, Lady Gaga, she raises $35 million in the virus fight. Um, organization Global Citizen, she's raised $35 million to fight the coronavirus pandemic and will launch a TV special featuring Paul McCartney, Steve, Stevie Wonder, and Billie Eilish to combat the growing virus. So I guess they're probably going to have a, a singing, I guess, a TV series. People are going to be singing, you know. Um, Gaga said on Monday that the money was uh, raised in seven days and will benefit the World Health Organization. Okay. All right. Everybody's getting in. I mean, they got the money. Why not? You know. Uh That's beautiful. Yeah. Can't beat that. All right. That's my hot topic. I mean, that's my um, Hollywood wrap-up. That's it for tonight. Okay. And I've got one more to add. Um, there's an event that's happening online tomorrow called Y-Fest. It's being sponsored mm-hmm. by the app called Live It, L-I-V is in Victoria, I-T, mm-hmm. Live It. Uh, one of the featured artists is friend of a show, Lena Chanel. And uh, right. they have a bunch of different artists that are going to be performing, raising money for the World Health Organization, and uh, somebody else. Let's see. It's the World, oh, and the United Nations Foundation. And that starts starts at 6 o'clock, 6 o'clock Pacific time, so that's 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern time. Um, uh, You'd have to have the Livid app in order to view the festival. How do you spell Livid? Livid is L-I-V as in Victor. I T is in Thomas. You can get it from the Play Store. It's a free app. Uh, if you go out on the Play Store, download Live It. L I V is in Victor. I T is in Thomas. And check that out. Six o'clock Pacific, nine o'clock Eastern. It's called Y Fest. It's going to be really good. A lot of different artists. Okay. A couple of them from DMV and others from L A. and other parts of the country. Some international. Artists and all that are on that app. What time is a friend of the show, uh, Lena, come on? Lena Chanel is in the group that's going to be on at 7.30 Pacific. Yeah, 10.30 our time. 10.30 Eastern. Okay. Lena Chanel and Cora the Artist, she's from this area as well, from the DMV. 
both of them are in that group. Selena sings our theme song, Pajama Party theme song. Absolutely. She sings our theme song. Pajama Party. Hey. Grown and sexy. Join the party. Anyway. Okay, okay, okay. Let Lena sing it. Let Lena sing it. Now, let let Red Wine get her own material because I was singing first. Anyway. Oh, I was just trying to be helpful, but okay. Okay, get your own material. You know what? Speaking of the kiss it list, Mm -hmm. uh why don't you tell people about the list that you're on this week, Papa D? Okay, the kiss it list is a list we put out. Kiss it list is a list everybody during the week that showed their butt hiney. And we will put them on blast. We got a song for them at the end of the list. And uh, let's see. Who do we have? Uh, is it number 45? Oh, you know he's on the list. He's on the list for not letting the health people do their thing every time. And you know what's so intimidating is that when they're on the podium talking, he's looking and staring at them. And as soon as they say something wrong, he jumps in front of them. I'm like, Damn, I would be intimidated as hell. Standing like, there hovering. Hovering like a like a vulture in the like desert. Like a big old bear. Like, get me and go to jail. That's your boy, Rear One. I ain't going to talk about it. Uh-uh, don't even try. Uh, so we got we got 45 on there. We have... Uh, see, who I got is? 45 a couple times on my list. All right, well, once. Uh, well, what else we got? And he has multiple atrocities that yeah, we need well. to call him out for. But I got one. Um, I read something about apparently now there's a problem for the, you know, Instacart, the service that people go and do your grocery shopping and then deliver the groceries to. Apparently now Mm -hmm. there's some slickers who decided that they put stuff, put an order in and then put the tip in and show like a really good tip. So, of course, the people who work it say, oh, yeah, I'm going to get that order. And then they go do it. And then when you get ready to deliver it, you see, oh, the tip has been altered. That $20 tip now shows $5, but you've already grabbed it and done it, so now you got to go ahead and complete it. I never was really into any of that. Well, I'm just saying that this is one of the things going on. These are people that are now first responders, so that's some dirty stuff. you know. Yeah. And people are doing this just to make sure that somebody will jump on their order and get it. And then you go in there and change the tip. That's wrong. So people That's who do that right. on Instacart, you're on the kiss it list. Yeah, I, I just right. think, I don't know, my, myself personally, I just need to go in the store and grab my own stuff. I'm, I'm so meticulous about my bread and my cucumbers and my tomatoes. You know what I mean? I just need to really look at it myself. I need to look at the date on the milk. I just need to touch stuff. I'm sorry. Anyway, but um, let's see. Who else? Oh, also, I've got Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. He was telling people, making statements in Florida, saying that nobody under the age of 25 has died from COVID-19, so the young people are safe. And that's a bold-faced lie. Babies have died. There's been other younger people under the age of 25 who have died. So he needs to go get three chairs and sit down. And also, people Mm -hmm. are not taking anything serious. You know, people make stupid statements saying, ah, I really don't believe this stuff is a hoax. You know, oh, yeah. come on, go go to go to your local hospital and see if you can even get in the emergency room. Absolutely. Okay. Right. So. Mm-hmm. Also, I've got the governors who have not done anything about releasing prisoners who need to get out of the jail because now they're being subjected to COVID-19 just because of the way jails are designed. And there are some prisoners, like elderly people who've been in there like forever and a day, 
who are no harm to anybody, uh, people who are nonviolent offenders, stuff like that, you could let them out. And the governors have the power to do it. And there's some governors that are just being gun-shy, chicken, whatever. They aren't doing it. They aren't handling it. Well, everybody's living their life like Trump is watching their ass, and that's the biggest problem. Anyway, uh, also, uh, I want to put on the list uh, the writers, the baseball writers, and all the ones that got a vote in the Hall of Fame, the ones that have kept people down, like, uh, like Alex Rodriguez and Barry Bonds and people like that. You know, they're such hypocrites because... Back in the day when Barry Bonds all them was playing baseball, hitting all those home runs, those sports writers and sports analysts who vote in the Hall of Fame, they were partying with everybody else when it was a good game. They had a bunch of home runs, and they had women in their little press boxes and getting coochie and everything else. Everything really generates women, you know, and they was, they was getting laid and all that shit during that time frame. Mm-hmm. But now that the people that got older, you're going to cast judgment on the people they got your ass some coochie back then. So how the, how the hell do you do that? So, yeah. you know, you were celebrating all that madness when everybody was doing their thing. Now, oh, by the way, they're on steroids. Okay, well, you did that when you was doing your little threesomes when all that shit was going on. Everybody was happy. Yeah, now you so want anyway, no parts. Now you want no parts of them, you know. But anyway, like we said, thank goodness that, right, you know, Alex Rodriguez got out of it. But anyway, we're putting the writers on the kisser list as well. And I've got White House Economic Advisor Larry Kudlow for making a statement on, of course, Fox News Network. He said that people that are staying home during the pandemic are just lazy. I'm like, oh, what? Well, you're the White House economic advisor. Why would you say something that's stupid? What is wrong with he's you? Ignorant. <laughs> he's ignorant. These are the people that, but these are the people that Trump surrounds himself with. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, Kettle, you got anybody else? No, just Trump, Trump, Trump. That's about it. <laughs> yeah, really. Yes. And he's on the it. list Anybody again for not getting the supplies to the states that needed it in a timely manner. He's playing politics, and the state governors and stuff are saying, we need ventilators, and we need them now. And Trump's playing games like, well, these certain governors aren't being very nice to me, so... They're just not going to get their ventilators like they need. And i tell you what we're going to do next week. is This time next week, we're going to check and see what kind of checks went out to everybody from the government to see if anybody got any money, see if it's real. And I see if your boy, who's the uh, Secretary of Treasury. Yeah, Mnuchin. Mnuchin, see. Because remember, his wife got all scandaled and taking private jets and, and mm-hmm. shopping sprees and everything. Flying here and there. Her little B.I.H. ass. Anyway. Yeah, that's true. So call in next week. Let <laughs> yeah, let's us know if y'all up. got your check. See if you there. See if you got your check. If you let me less than 75000 last year. Yeah. You know. And if you didn't, we're going to put Mnuchin on the kiss it list again. Mm. All right. Anybody else? No, that's all I can think of. Mm. Anybody think else? No, all right. Well, we have an award. Well, we've got a special award for everybody on this week's Kiss and Lift, and Kiss here it is. Kiss my entire ass. Kiss my Irish ass. You better kiss my Irish ass. This world kiss my ass. Kiss my ass.
All right, welcome back to Pajama Party. I'm one of your Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darlings. All Ooh. right. Looks like we're getting done pretty early tonight. Yeah, we've, we've done what we came to do. We came, we <laughs> saw, we conquered. All right. <laughs> now it's time for the last word. Time for the last word. What's your last word tonight, Papa Didi? My last word. My last word is that I I like to uh, thank all the uh, doctors and emergency room people of a hospital in Yaden, Pennsylvania called uh, Mercy Fitzgerald. They took care of my mother over the past three or four days. She wasn't there with a with a fever and she was um, dehydrated and had some other. Uh, things going on as far as her thyroid was concerned and she spent three days in the hospital and uh, they took her back to the nursing home this morning and she's doing a lot better and uh, everything is cool with that thank goodness right. uh, she'll be 90 it's a blessing she'll 90. yeah she'll be 91 years old in May yay Papa Didi's uh, mama so right. I'm glad that she got through that in the, in the midst of all that going on because the emergency room was locked down with the whole corona thing, so she had to get in the emergency room around the crap. She got checked into a room around the crap, handled the business she had to handle, was able to get get up out of there and get back to the nursing home. So God is good. And uh All the time. Thank you to uh Mercy Fitzgerald in Yaden, Pennsylvania. For hooking All up right. Henrietta. All right. Very good. All right. All right. Oh, me? Okay. Um, My my last word is uh, to everyone, when you leave your house, please wear your mask and your gloves. Please protect not just yourself, but everyone around you. There is too much going on with this coronavirus situation, and I think people need to really take it seriously. If we're going to flatten this curve, we all have to do what needs to be done. Otherwise, we're going to be on quarantine for a longer time. So for those that are feeling like they're getting stir crazy, let's just do what we need to do, and the sooner we'll be free again. Yeah, turtleneck, um, do-rag, anything you can put around your, your yeah. mouth. Put your hoodies on, put your mask on. Anything, yeah. And stop running around if you don't need to. Get what you need when you go out. Get yeah. enough so that you don't have to go out That's for right. at least another week, you know? Stay at home. Catch up with your side piece later on in the game. Yeah. Call your side <laughs> piece and say, look, look. Read a book for a change. Call the side piece and say, look, I'm going to have to get back because you had a couple weeks. I can't be, you know. Anywho. <laughs> anyway. Last um, word, cattle. <laughs> you see what I have to deal um, with? Uh, yeah. Uh huh. My last word when we get up out of here. I got a few things. I think we need to work on building our immune system. That's the key thing to me. Um, eat plenty of veggies. Eat right. Drink plenty of water. Um, at least water. work out 15 minutes. Yeah, at least work out 15 minutes a day. Cycle, bike, um, watch a, a, a workout tape, dance, um, and dust off the Wii game. That's some um, workout a little bit. And then one last thing, we all need to just kneel down and pray. That'll help us. So if, you know, all these prayers go out, I think we're going to be fine. 
because a lot of this stuff has been in the Bible. They called it different names, but they've gotten through it. So, yeah, we should be able to get through it. So. That's my I agree. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. All right. Yep. Thank you, Kettle. All right. All right. Well, we, we want to give a special thanks to uh, everyone who called in and listened in tonight. Appreciate you uh, quarantine and chilling with us. We do appreciate yeah. it. And uh, thank you to our parent company, DC Homegrown Entertainment, who is always there to uh, pay the bills for us so we don't have to. So we appreciate mm-hmm. that. And uh, Special thanks to Maker's Mark for always getting my head right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we give a shout yeah. out to uh, whiskey. Why not the uh, Crown Royal Vanilla? <laughs> okay, shout out to Crown Royal Vanilla, and a special <laughs> shout out to all of our first responders, including our delivery people, the bus drivers, the truck drivers, yeah. the the yeah. people who work on the trains, the conductors, uh, the delivery people, everybody who's out here working, so that those of us who can stay home can stay home. We appreciate you so very much, and we're praying for your safety. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Is there anything Um, else? I got one. Yeah, I got one last shout-out. If there's anybody new that's listening tonight, we appreciate you. Um, We're here. We do this every Friday night at 9, so check us out. Um, I'm telling you, if you need some comic relief or some informative information, just listen to us on Blog Talk Radio and search Pajama Party, or you can call us 914-803-4306. We'll be here next Friday. Right. Every Friday right. night. 9 o'clock Eastern. All right. We'll give you, 6 o'clock. We'll give you information about stuff you've never heard. Because some I know that's right. don't even put it out like that. They don't put it out yeah. like that. Yeah. We give you the news or you can from check our us out. perspective. Yeah, or you can check us out on old archives. Just look up Blog Talk Radio and search Pajama Party. Or hit up the website at apajamaparty.com. You can find uh, previous cocktails of the week. You can find previous episodes. You can Mm -hmm. find out more information about the Pajama Party crew. Man, back when we got started a few years ago, back when I was young and sexy and all that shit. (laughs) Yeah. Many, many, yeah. oh, many, many. Right. Just make his mark talking, uh, Red Wine. That's right. Yeah. Make his mark talking like a mark monkey. Mark is getting loud. That's all right. All right. All right. That's that drunken monkey talking. All right. Well, we're gonna I, did, I, I did want to say one last note. Um, forgot to mention Earl G. Graves. He was the um, founder um, of the uh, Black Enterprise magazine. He did pass away. He was 85. So, oh wow! He, he was um, very instrumental in um, establishing um, that particular magazine, Black Enterprise. So, uh, yeah, if you guys was. don't know about him, yeah, if you guys don't know about him, research him because he, he did a lot for um, the black community. Yep. So. Absolutely. All right. Yep. All well, right. if all hearts and minds are clear, we're gonna say bonsoir, good night, au revoir, adios. Arrivederci. <laughs> Ciao. Ciao, Bella. And we're going to roll oh, on out of here. Oh, wow. Say good night, Papa Didi. Good night, everybody. Say good night, cattle. Good night. 
And good night. Bonsoir. Adios. Arrivederci. Ciao. Until next week. See you then. Initiating shutdown sequence. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I bid you farewell, arrivederci, sayonara, and all that sort of cheers. Well, when you, I say when you gotta go, you gotta go. Well, good night. Jabiko. Sana. I regret to announce this is the end. I'm going now. Good night and good luck. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Now give me a kiss and say good night. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you for attending our show. And good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.